welcome to another episode of Tales from the Script. It is me, your script keeper, Hobart, uh, here to interview another writer about a project that they sadly had to leave for dead. Uh, tonight we have a very special couple of guests. Uh, we're joined by the newest host of Please Make This, Laura Petro. Hello, I'm excited. I'm so excited. And also... I'm Spencer Blair. I'm one of the old hosts, and I'm here too. Yeah! <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I want to, with no explanation, you to start off by telling me the title that you told me earlier okay. for this script. So, uh, this is a project I wrote in college, and I had to go find the file on my computer last night so I could print this off for us to read today. And uh, in my searching of my files, the title of this is just called... Untitled Magician's Romantic Comedy. <laughs> wow. That's going to look so good scrolling across me. Like, see, it's been spoiled by looking I, at the episode I, title. But, I never uh, gave it a full title, but it is a finished feature film. So, so. We, if we can find a title for it during yeah. this conversation, have we resurrected it? I think so. I mean, it's, it's, it's ready to be made at any moment. Someone just needs to green light it. So, uh, as you might be familiar with, listener, if you've ever caught one of these mini-sets before, this is uh, where we discuss a failed... Uh, or dead script by an author. And so yeah. uh, uh, Laura offered this up to us. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about this project? Great. Uh, so the way this project started is I was in a class in college where you had to write a full feature film in 10 weeks. And one of the add-ons you could add to this course was you could pick a location that was either going to be like urban, rural, suburban. You could pick an actor that you'd have to base your main character around, and then you would pick a genre, and then you would base your movie around these three things. Whoa, mm-hmm. it sounds like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, was, there, was there an ability to add more time because 10 weeks is an insane no, amount of time you, to write a full movie? You had to do it in 10 weeks. That was the thing. The point was, is like this doesn't have to be a perfect movie. The point is understanding how to write on a deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. So we had to turn in 10 pages every single week. Week hoping that you get a 90 to 120 page script by the end of it. Awesome. Yeah, and this was 88 pages at the end, so it didn't, didn't quite make it to 90. Uh, it's all right. It's, like it's a, the same thing. It's a romantic comedy. Exactly. They can be, round they up. Can be so short. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, okay, so uh, let's uh, let's just talk real quick. Just well, give, just real pitch quick before it. you jump in. What's the location? Actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. So the obviously the genre I got was romantic comedy. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, the actor I got was Jonah Hill. So I kind of based the main character on somebody Jonah Hill could play. Cool, cool, cool. And then I got urban. So I felt like city romantic mm-hmm. comedy. Sort Did of. you go for a randomized option? Yeah, you just yeah. He literally held out like a deck of index cards, and you just what? picked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I lucked out. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad. Or did combo. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We're we'll gonna see. find out. Yeah, we'll read it. I like the idea of Jonah Hill playing a magician. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that's where this came from. <laughs> okay, uh, so give us the give us the pitch for this one. Great. So this is a story about uh, Darren, who goes by a uh, you know is a magician, has always been a magician. He has his uh, arch nemesis magician uh, foe, who is named Von Kronk. Uh, Darren is meets his beloved in high school. They're high school sweethearts. And uh, by the end of the first act, uh, Sarah has run away with Von Kronk, uh, and Darren decides to win her back. Uh, so the pages we're going to be reading is the introduction of Darren, the world we live in, and all the way up until when Sarah runs um, away with Von Kronk, breaking their engagement. Kid, I ask, uh, who are the actors that you imagine for the other ones? I didn't get that far. You know, I only had ten oh, weeks, so gotcha. I was really just write, writing on a budget here. <laughs> we really we really have some work to do. We can, we yeah. can resurrect this thing. I think yeah. it's like, this is a very makeable script. As long as we get... <laughs> 
people who like understand ma- magic a little bit or special effects. I'm entitled magician romantic comedy. Yeah, and then we need um, and then we need a rabbit at some point because there's a rabbit. If we can, if we can find, if we can we book a, a rabbit a in rabbit, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I have a, so I have a couple questions yes. before we. I want to jump. I save this for. We'll do this and then we'll discuss like afterward. But I do want uh, uh, to just discuss briefly. Like, have you ever even has it crossed your mind to make this? to try to, to forward this script. So the the big thing that's stopping me from forwarding the script more is, like I said, I had to make it in 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had the most time with the first 30 pages, which are the strongest part of the film. Pages like 30 through 88 really need some work. Because like, it's a lot of things of me just being like, I need to turn in pages this Monday or something okay. like that. Uh, so there's okay. some parts that do need work after what we're going to read. Um, and I think in the final version... Um, he has more than one rabbit. In this version we're reading, it's a very early draft where his rabbit has just lived for years and years and years. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, somebody was like, rabbits one don't magic live. rabbit. <laughs> somebody was like, rabbits don't live that long. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'll change that. So He said, this is my world. Yeah. A 25-year-old rabbit? Yeah. In my world, there's one rabbit. There's just one rabbit. And that's it's why the trick old, works. It's an old rabbit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we should uh, read and then we'll do a little more discussion. Great. Huh? Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Leave room for some dumb sound effect. Okay. Well, that, okay. That, now that's, that's the that's one we used. That's sound effect. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Interior West Oaks High School Backstage 2002. On screen 2002. Darren Connolly, 17, eager and awkward, peers out behind a red curtain. He sees the school auditorium begin to fill up underneath a large banner. West Oaks High School Talent Show 2002. Nervous. Darren jumps and turns around to see Edward Von Kronk, 17, tall, conniving, peering down at him. His arm is around Sarah Harper, 17, shyly smiling. Darren's eyes shift between them both. Um, uh, no. Yeah, whatever. Von Kronk leads Sarah off. Sarah looks back and smiles to Darren. Cut to Interior West Oaks High School, Main Stage 2002. A puff of smoke disappears. The crowd roars. Von Kronk holds two metal rings, now connected. He bows and disappears behind the red curtain. Cut to Interior West Oaks High School Backstage 2002. Edward Von Kronk shoulder checks Darren as he glides past him. Don't choke, loser. Ladies and gentlemen, now please welcome to the stage the daring Darren! Darren, with terror in his eyes, nervously pulls back the red curtain and steps onto the stage to a round of mediocre applause. Interior West Oaks High School, Main Stage 2002. Darren's eyes twitch as he adjusts to the stage lights. He looks around and sees Sarah sitting in the front row. A stagehand wheels out a little podium with a top hat on it and sets it next to Darren. Thank you. Uh, I am the Daring Darren. Uh, um, For my first trick... Uh, I will make a rabbit appear out of this hat. Darren holds up the empty hat and showcases it to the silent audience. Darren's eyes meet with Von Kronk, who stands off stage. Von Kronk watches disinterested with his arms crossed. Darren sets the hat back down. He picks up his magician's wand. He waves it around the hat. Abracadaring! Before Darren can do anything else, the rabbit scampers onto the stage from the bottom of the podium. Shit! Darren starts chasing the rabbit around the stage as the audience laughs at him. Cut to interior West Oaks High School main stage 2002 later. All the acts stand in a line on stage. The announcer holds a big trophy. Darren sighs and looks at the ground. And the winner of this year's talent show, Magic Act, Von Kronk! The announcer hands the trophy to Von Kronk. The audience cheers. Von Kronk holds the trophy high. 
Cut to interior West Oaks High School hallway, 2002 later. Darren is alone in an empty hallway. He disappointingly puts his rabbit back in her cage. He puts his top hat and magician's wand in a large suitcase filled with other magic novelties, i.e. silk scarves, cards, coins, etc. What's his name? Darren turns and sees Sarah. It, it's a she. Um, her name is Lady Duchess. Darren stares at Sarah and she leans down and pets her through the cage. She's cute. Darren, realizing he's staring at Sarah, stands up and starts to gather his things. Well, uh, yeah, she's uh, very cute, uh, but I should get going, since you probably have to celebrate or... He's not my boyfriend. What? I'm not dating Edward or Von Kronk or whatever. He's an asshole. Oh. Okay. Well, good night. Darren turns to go, fumbling with all of his stuff. Hey, Darren, do you maybe want to do something later? Darren stops. Uh, like like later later or like now later we compare schedules uh, i'm pretty much free whenever let's just go get some food or something sarah grabs lady duchess's cage and they walk towards the exit talking and laughing cut to exterior washoe county fair side stage 2004 on screen 2004 darren and sarah stand off stage holding hands they watch as von kronk's act nears its end on the stage sarah straightens darren's bow tie and kisses him on the cheek you'll do great on stage, a puff of smoke dissipates. The audience cheers. Von Kronk bows and exits toward Darren and Sarah. Von Kronk glares at Sarah as she watches Darren go on stage. The audience starts clapping. Woo! Yay, Darren! Thank you, everyone, for my first trick. Cut to exterior Washoe County Fair, main stage 2004 later. Announcer 2 hands Von Kronk a trophy. The audience roars. Darren stands defeated with a few other beaming magicians. Cut to montage various magic competitions over the years. We click, quickly cut between Von Kronk's tricks, Darren's tricks, and Von Kronk winning over the years. 2006, Von Kronk cuts a woman in half. Darren drops all of his cards on the stage and tries to quickly pick them up. We see Sarah look worried. Von Kronk bows as he accepts another trophy. Cut to 2009, Von Kronk frees himself from a straitjacket. Darren makes uh, his magician's wand turn into a bouquet of flowers. Sarah sighs. Von Kronk accepts yet another award. Cut to 2011. Von Kronk makes a dove appear out of nowhere. Darren does a card trick with an audience member. Sarah in the audience is extremely disinterested. Von Kronk wins again. Cut to interior diner after the 2011 show. Sarah looks over the menu. What are you going to get? She looks up. We see that Darren is still wearing his entire magic uniform, <laughs> hat, gloves, bow tie, and all. Darren sighs and stares at his water glass. <sighs> Darren, will you go change? Darren doesn't move. What are you going to get? I'm not hungry. Please don't do this right now. Do what? Be all, oh, Von Crack is so much better than me. Let's just, let's just eat and go home. But he is so much better than me, Sarah. Sarah sighs. She's done this too many times. She leans over the table, takes his hat off, and sets it to the side. Sarah begins reading the menu again. I need something new. Sarah doesn't look up. Yeah, some tricks or something. Or an assistant. <laughs> I'm not going to be your assistant. Sarah looks up and sees Darren holding up an engagement ring. Darren slides out of the booth and onto one knee. Sarah smiles the whole time. I know it's not easy being a magician's girlfriend, but I love you and I want to make things better. Sarah nods. Darren puts the ring on her finger. They kiss. Cut to montage Sarah and Darren's apartment continuous. Quick cuts of Sarah and Darren moving in and preparing for their wedding. We see Sarah and Darren unloading boxes. They laugh and joke around. Sarah opens giant box marked hats. It is filled with nothing but magician's hats. Do we really need all these? Each hat has a specific purpose. Sarah laughs and rolls her eyes. Cut to Sarah and Darren paint the walls in the apartment. Cut to Sarah flips through wedding magazines as Darren practices taking Lady Duchess out of a hat. 
Lady Duchess is a lot larger than she was in 2002. <laughs> Cut to Sarah pins various wedding ideas from magazines to a bulletin board, dresses, cakes, flowers, etc. Cut to exterior street corner, 2015 day. On screen, 2015. Darren is now 30. He has gained a few pounds since the engagement. Darren, clad in his magician's costume, tries to get the attention of passerbys on the street. His hat sits in front of him for tips. Lady Duchess also sits in her cage. Would you like to see a magic trick? Would you like to see a magic trick? Would you like to see a... No one takes a second look. Darren sighs. He picks it up his hat off the ground and sits through the few quarters he got that day. Someone runs by and steals his hat. Hey, my hat! That man has stole my hat! Darren looks around for help, but again is ignored. Darren sadly picks up Lady Duchess's cage and walks off. Cut to interior of Sarah and Darren's apartment later that day. Darren enters the apartment. He sets Lady Duchess down and immediately goes to the refrigerator for beer. We see Sarah's wedding bulletin board. The only thing that has been added is a piece of paper reading wedding date, June 8th, 2012. The date has been crossed out and replaced with different months and years more than once. Cut to interior Sarah and Darren's apartment later. Darren, still wearing most of his uniform, now sits on the couch watching TV. His feet are propped on the table in front of him. Empty beer cans surround him. He opens another one. He's pretty drunk. Sarah enters the apartment home from work. She holds a stack of envelopes. She sees Darren watching TV. She's irritated. Is this what you did all day? Darren, att- Darren's attention stays on the screen. No. I performed today. Someone stole my hat. Thanks for asking. Darren. Darren drinks more beer. Sarah presents the mail. Have you seen all these? All these, all these fucking bills? Darren finishes his beer. Darren, I'm the only one who pays these. Do we have any more beer? No. Sarah throws the bills down and storms into the bedroom. Darren somewhat snaps out of it, still staring at the screen, shifts a little toward the bedroom door. Wait, baby, did you say something, Sarah? Was it about the bills? Do we have any more beer? Sarah comes out of the bedroom holding a large box of hats from the move-in day. She drops it on the coffee table between Darren and the TV. Did you forget about these? Huh? Just use one of the hats from here! I can't just use one of the hats from there. Why? Because you can't replace the perfect magic hat from some box, Sarah. If that was the only hat you used, why do we have all of these? Each one has its own purpose! Sarah kicks the box off the table. The hats scatter. Sarah sits down and sighs, defeated. On the TV, Von Kronk appears in a commercial. He's very clearly on a green screen. Standing next to him are two beautiful women. Do you like magic? Von Kronk makes a single card levitate. Have you always wanted to learn? A few doves fly by. Well, now you can! A picture of a, a magic kit appears. Edward Von Kronk is on the box. Edward Von Kronk's super sexy magic kit for beginners. Only three easy payments of nineteen ninety-five. Call today. Darren throws an empty can at the screen. No one orders anything on the phone anymore, Von Loser. They buy it all online! Also available online. Damn it! Darren, listen to me. You need to get a job. No. No, Sarah, listen. Darren fishes out a crumpled piece of paper from his pocket. He hands it to Sarah. It reads, Washoe County Arts Magic Show. First place, $3,000. We could pay for the wedding. We could pay the bills. Darren. Sarah looks over the flyer and a small blurb it reads, All magicians must have an assistant. You need me to be your assistant, don't you? Darren nods. Sarah looks at the flyer again, the hat's on the floor, then over at the wedding bulletin board. Okay. Oh. Okay. Great. I already signed this up. You'll need a name. Can't I just be Sarah? Yes. The daring Darren and his assistant, Sarah. Then what? I don't know. Something exotic, you know? Sarah stares at him. Like, ro, 
Ronita or Guinevere or... Sarah still stares. Or Sarah. Sarah's fine. Sarah moves over to Darren and they watch TV. Cut to interior Washoe County Arts uh, Magic Competition dressing room evening. Darren straightens his bow tie in the mirror. This is the best he's looked in a while. He looks at the two hats on the table in front of him. He tries one on. I'm not wearing this. You need a costume. Sarah comes out of a dressing area wearing a ridiculous red and black outfit reminiscent of a Renaissance jester. It is much too big for her and the hat keeps falling into her face. You look great. This was your Halloween costume last year. I didn't have time to make a new one. Besides, you look great. Sarah sighs. The hat falls on her face. She pushes pushes it out of the way. At least we're not over-sexualizing you? The hat falls on her face again. She takes it off. I'm not wearing the hat. The oversized shirt sleeves then uh, fall past her hands. Frustrated, she takes that off. Uh, she takes that off too, so she's just wearing the pants and a black tank top. Is this okay? Yeah, I. I mean, it's. Um... The door to the dressing room whips open. Edward von Kronk enters with two women, the two from the commercial, and a few guys. They are all dressed in coordinated uniforms. Well, if it isn't the not so daring Darren and his lady Sarah Harper. What do you want, Edward? Von Kronk looks Sarah up and down. He smiles. Nice pants. Shut up. Well, I just wanted to wish you luck. As per usual, you're going to need it. As per usual. Von Kronk and his posse turn around and begin to exit. Glad you didn't bring the rabbit this time. Von Kronk exits. Darren looks at the ground. Lady Duchess sits in her cage. (sighs) I did bring the rabbit this time. A stagehand enters the room. Darren, you're on in five? The stagehand leaves uh, just as quickly. Darren quickly switches to the second hat on the table. He puts on his white gloves. He's nervous. All right, breathe. We can do this. Okay, get into your place below the stage. Do you remember how to do everything? Yes, I will be on the stage the moment you say abracadaring. Abracadaring. What? Abracadaring. I say abracadaring. Oh. Darren goes to kiss her, but Sarah breezes past him. Cut to interior Washoe County Arts Magic Competition stage evening. The curtain parts and Darren walks on stage, waving to the audience. Light applause from the audience. Upbeat music fades in. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Darren the Daring! Darren cringes a bit at the incorrect name. Thank you, thank you, I am the Daring Darren! A few stagehands wheel out a table with a beige and red box. The box has a door and is fit for a human. A large red curtain also is on the table. Darren begins spinning the table. As you can see, members of the audience, what I have before you is an empty box. Darren knocks on some of the box sides. A solid empty box. Darren closes the door to the box. He grabs the large red curtain and throws it over the box. Abracadaring! Darren removes the curtain. He stares hopefully at the audience waiting for their reaction. The audience is silent. Darren looks at some individual faces. I said... Abracadaring! The audience remains silent. Someone coughs. Darren, confused, looks at the box. The door's open, but Sarah isn't in there. What? Darren inspects the box. He closes the door again. When the door is closed, Darren sees Sarah straight ahead backstage, aggressively making out with Edward von Kronk. Darren is crushed. I, I, um... Darren swallows and looks back at the audience. He begins hyperventilating. A few audience members start booing. Darren looks at Sarah and Von Kronk again. Von Kronk grabs her hand and leads her away. They pay no attention to Darren. Darren turns back to the booing audience. Panicking, he runs off stage when Sarah and Von Kronk were. Cut to interior Washoe County Magic Arts Competition backstage evening. Darren, panicked, confused, looks around widely for Sarah and Von Kronk, but no one is there. 
Darren notices an exit sign and runs, runs towards it. Cut to exterior parking lot evening. Darren bursts through the exit door and runs into the parking lot. The parking lot is mostly empty. A sleek back car with black windows whirs past him. Sarah laughing wildly can be heard coming from the car. Out of the back window, Sarah's assistant pants fly out from the uh, into the air. They slowly fall onto the ground a few feet in front of Darren. Darren, heartbroken, picks up the pants. He notices something in the pocket. Darren reaches into the pocket and pulls out Sarah's engagement ring. Darren clutches the ring as he watches the car completely disappear from eyesight. He throws the ring at the dumpster. Darren sits on the ground and buries his head in his hands. Damn. That's, Dude, that's dark. Stone cold, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah's kind of the worst. You have to... Uh, Darren finds another person, right? Like, like a typical romantic comedy, it's, you know, the person he befriends, and then he be- realizes he's in love with her all along. Thank I was God. on her side initially, but right? then, like, at the end, it's like, wow, that is a pretty rowdy way to break yeah. an engagement. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, in uh, a way, she isn't wrong, but yeah. also... I mean, she's not like, wrong, but like, also Darren wolf. was kind of the worst, but it's like, yeah, so it's one of, one of those, you It's know? one of those rare uh, romantic comedies where everyone's a magician and no one's fun. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> all the magicians are just the worst in a romantic comedy. Boy, uh, oh, boy. I... I so okay, so I have a couple of questions. I okay. feel like I feel like well, we we should uh, uh, just uh, to ask a couple things. Okay, is it so? How does it fall apart as you go on? Because I know you said that you have problems with the lack of last thirty. Pages. Oh my gosh, I would I haven't read it again in years. I wrote this when I was what a junior in college. Uh, so like two there, or three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> two or three years ago. <laughs> uh, and I I remember there's parts of it that like pick up a, a speed pass through, and then parts mm. that don't breathe enough. A big thing that I really struggled with is Darren just becomes super unlikable throughout most of the second act. <laughs> like I realized, like as I was writing it, I was like, "Wow, he has no redeeming qualities at this point." <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, the one thing that stood out to me was like, "Sounds like he's really bad at magic." Yeah, yeah, and it's like I felt like that was going to be his like redeeming quality, but then I realized it made him like too much of a bad person to like that be a redemption thing. <laughs> like maybe his like aloofness and his like kind of like I'm shy and bad at magic would be like enough and then it mm-hmm. was and then i kind of threw that out the window he was just a bad magic magician who was also a really bad person yeah so okay so i think that's where we're kind of getting to as we sort of conclude our discussion of untitled magician romantic comedy yeah uh is uh uh do you think that you could uh redeem this script could you fix it i'm gonna say it and is it worth it i think i could oh hell yeah and i think it would be Hell yeah, all right. Well, watch we'll out, check Jonah back Hill. in with you in a year then, yeah, everybody. Jonah Hill's about to get an envelope yeah. dropped on his uh, desk. <laughs> we'll check in with you in ten weeks. Hell yeah. And then cut to, cut to Jonah Hill reading it and being like, oh, this character sucks. <laughs> I love it. I'm in, yeah. I did love that, yeah, like you said, the rabbit just gets older uh, inexplicably, but also I love the detail that it gets bigger. Yeah, it's just like an old <laughs> fat rabbit. Eventually, yeah. oh, I imagine it's going to get to he rides the rabbit. <laughs> that could, that, I think that's the way I fix it. It has to be. Then he starts just galloping on a rabbit like down the Vegas Strip or something. I mean, it could, it could. I don't know how it goes in like the the latter half, but yeah. like it could use some magic. I mean, some yeah. like real magic. Some real, you know, some. some or Christmas, not, so not real Christmas magic. Christmas magic. Some, yeah, 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 yeah. He makes a wish on the. It must have <laughs> been some magic in an old silk cat he found. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one of the old silk cats he has. <laughs> That, oh, all of his hats are magic. He That's puts on one of the hats and he becomes a snowman. You know, I think that this, this discussion alone, I think there's still some magic there's in this movie. There's still idea. some magic in this movie. Uh, well, we always have to conclude our uh, uh, Tales from the Script with a rating system that I refuse to give the stipulations okay. of. Uh, uh, how many tombstones do you award this movie? One 
cracked one. Okay. <laughs> one one that's cracked evenly down the middle. Ooh, nice. Yes. Oh. To show the division. And yeah, to so show the division that maybe there's still something there, you know. Maybe there's some resurrection. Well, we get to rate it, too. That's okay. the nice thing about this dumb like system. That. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, I, 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 I will give it seven and a half tombstones. Wow. Nice. Each one pristine. Okay. I love that. Wait, except for the half, even the half ones. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was made to be only. Half oh, okay. The okay. <laughs> they, only they, only, they only found half the body. Uh, 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 I'm going to give it three tombstones: one for Sarah, uh, one for Daring Darren, and one for Von Kronk. Uh, but the grass is very fertile on top. I love that. And Lady Duchess, the rabbit, is eating the grass. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah, Lady Duchess is the best name for a Lady, character. Lady I've ever Duchess said. is the highlight of this yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Have you ever thought about making the movie about Lady Duchess? Or if the rabbits are talking? It's, oh, it's a romantic comedy through That's the. That's why. The rabbit never dies. It's a magic. It's an actually magic rabbit. Puts the hat on the rabbit, and the rabbit becomes a human woman, and then becomes his his assistant, and he falls in love with her. Somebody at the end is like, "Hey, Darren, how long has Lady Duchess been alive?" He's like, "No, ten, twenty, fifteen years." (laughs) That's not. That's not. That's not possible. And then Lady Duchess turns into the camera and winks. Yeah, (laughs) slow zoom in on Lady Duchess, and she winks. And that's it. That's the <laughs> All right. Well, I, wow. Okay. So I think uh, we're going to step into the writer's room and start working on our scripts. For See you in 10 weeks. <laughs> for the, for the punch-up of Yeah, I've been sitting here trying to think of a good name, but I can't think yeah, of anything I, better. I, that, I, that was my oof. problem, too. I was like, what do I call this? Uh, I would like to suggest Lady Duchess. Oh, that's fun. Maybe the uh, assistant who takes the same name when the rabbits... Abraca Duchess. Abraca Duchess. Or Daring. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll continue well, we'll to think, think about, about it. it. But uh, thank you for being on the show. Yay. Thank you for joining us, Spencer. My You're pleasure. in the script. Now we're going to close the coffin lids on yet another dead idea and push it into the crematorium as we say goodbye. And remember, it's always okay to kill your darlings. Bye! Bye! <laughs> please, 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 please. Won't you please make this... This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.